Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, and welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to go over a typical service agreement. If you do pool service, you're going to want to have some kind of service agreement with your clients. Not per se a contract, but an agreement that lets them know what you're going to do at each stop and what they're responsible for. Leslie's Pool Supplies is a proud partner of the Pool Guy Podcast Show. Leslie's Pool Supplies has been do-it-yourselfers and pool trade professionals trusted partners since 1963 providing quality products and services to make pool care easy, and solutions and expertise to do it right. I think it's important to emphasize to your clients that this is a service agreement and not a contract. A lot of people don't like the term contract. They don't want to be obligated under a contractual type thing. And to be honest with you, there's really no way you can actually, well, you probably could, but it's hard to make a contract with something as fluid as a service like pool service, lawn service, house cleaning, However, a service agreement more or less will give you a scope of service so the client knows what you're going to do each time you're at the pool and then also what the customer is responsible for. So I'll go over a typical service agreement. And if you want a copy of a template of a service agreement that I use, I can definitely send it to you. I have no problem emailing you the copy. It's in Word format. Just email me at david at swimmingpoollearning.com. And I'll get this template out to you if you do service and you want this template. Um, I'll, I'll send it to you free of charge. Not a problem. So, of course, at the beginning, you want to put your company name. And I'm looking at my template right now, by the way. And then you're going to put the address of the customer and then how much per month, which is important to have in writing so the customer can actually see the rate they're paying you. There won't be any disputes um, about the billing. And I also feel you should keep your service agreement as simple and basic as possible One page is preferable because everything is right there for them to see and it's not going to be um, anything odd, you know, three or four pages and it looks more like a contract at that point. So the first thing you want to put on there is service performed at each visit. So number one I have, I check the pool chemical level and then I clean the skimmer and pump basket and then three, vacuum pool and spa as needed and this is an important point. You want to add as needed because you don't want to be vacuuming the pool unless you actually need to vacuum it. A lot of times if you are working for a company, they'll make you vacuum every pool just so that the customer sees that you're doing it. But in reality, not every pool needs to be vacuumed every week. And so vacuum as needed is a more logical way of phrasing it. And then if you do clean the tiles, you're going to put the clean tiles also. Brush pool and spa walls and then skim both pool and spa And there's no time constraint here, so you don't have to put, like, you're going to be there for at least 20 minutes. I wouldn't put any kind of specific time on there. So definitely you want to make sure that um, you have all the scope of service here. And if you get done with the pool in 10 or 15 minutes, you're perfectly fine because you've done everything on your scope of service there. Some pools are very easy. They're in-and-out pools. You can get in and out pretty quickly. So don't do anything that's going to restrict you from that. Um, Otherwise, you 
you know, it makes things more complicated. So keep it simple and what you're going to do while you're there. And then you're going to also have another service listed that you perform on a monthly or quarterly basis, which is you're going to check the conditioner level and add as needed, which kind of covers you for the beginning of the season. You can also add on here um, anything else that you're going to do on a quarterly basis, like clean the salt cell or whatever. That's one thing I haven't added to my service. I should. And some people actually charge for that, um, which is a good idea because it does take your time. And then number two was backwash or clean the filter as needed. And then um, check other chemistry, you know, total hardness, total dissolved solids, the salinity, whatever you're going to check, you want to put that, you're going to be checking those um, parameters also. And so items not covered in your monthly fee. This is really important to have listed in any service agreement. And so I have it listed here. It says um, chemicals including shock, algicide, conditioner, salt, etc., etc. So anything you're adding to the pool beyond liquid chlorine and muriatic acid, which most pool service companies include those two chemicals. If you're adding a lot of shock to the pool or algicide or phosphor removers, the customer has to be aware that they're actually paying for those chemicals as an additional charge. And then you want to also include if you have a clean a filter cleaning charge, which here in California, Southern California, in my area is about seventy-five to eighty-five dollars. Put that in your contract also that you charge for the filter cleaning. And then you want to give a time parameter. So every six months is pretty typical, and sometimes some pools need it more than that. But at least every six months you're going to clean the filter and you're going to charge eighty-five dollars per cleaning. And then of course any repairs to the pool equipment is an extra charge and you can add here the salt cell cleaning if you want to charge for that also in this area. So these are things not included in the monthly fee and it's something that's going to be extra for the customer. You can also add in this line that you charge extra for the trichlor tablets that the customer will purchase a 50 pound bucket of the trichlor tablets at X amount. Typically here in my area is about 120 for a 50 pound bucket of tablets delivered to the customer's home and left on site. And so if I definitely recommend charging for the tablet separately in your pool service. And then you want to have a holiday policy. So you can put down, uh, like for instance, mine says service visit will be made before or after the holiday. A lot of times um, I'll take a free day and also use that instead of making up the service on the customer. Um, technically, I guess I shouldn't go into too much detail. I'm just trying to go down this con this um, service agreement, but I'll just stop here and mention that if you bill monthly, you're going to have an extra day, at least four or five extra service days every year. Sometimes there's five Thursdays or five Fridays, and if you bill monthly, they're going to get one service free. And so you're going to use that later for your vacation and also for taking a day off here and there. So technically, you have um, four weeks off every year based on that formula because you're going to get a free day plus you'll have some vacation time included in that because they're not paying for that extra day of ser extra week of service that happens ever so often depending on how the calendar falls on that on the service day so also make it clear that the holidays you take off and the policy you have with your holidays rainy day policy if it's really pouring out there you want to make a note that you do chemicals only and you don't really clean the pool until the following visit. And then you want to definitely have a wind policy. This is very important in my region where we have Santa Ana winds. So basically, the winds are going to be up to a three-week process. You want to make sure you note that. 
the first week you're going to clean out the filtration system or the skimmer and clean the surface and then um, you're going to clean up the leaves on the bottom you're going to vacuum the pool all of this will be broken up over a three-week period in a lot of cases so the customer won't expect their pool to be clean and clear within the first week after a windstorm I'll back up just a second and move back to the holiday policy. If you wanted to put in here at this point that you take the week off between Christmas and New Year's, you can note that in the holiday policy area. I make a note of it separately um, when I bill the customers for that month and let them know that. And, of course, you want to let them know that you're going to take two weeks of vacation, that one week during Christmas and New Year, plus another week during the year, typically not in the middle of summer. And then you're going to also take some free days here and there and utilize that. I usually explain this to the customer in person. That way they understand the concept of having an extra day of service for free because I bill monthly. Um, but you can definitely put that in the contract. I think that makes it a little bit too wordy. So you want to keep it as simple as possible. Um, but definitely um, let them know when you're going to take your, your vacation. If you take that week off between Christmas and New Year, which is really typical in this industry, definitely put that there in your contract in your service agreement, sorry. Um, the owner's responsibility has to be listed. So number one, they have to maintain the proper water level in the pool. So definitely they want to you want to make sure that they fill the pool up. You're not the one responsible for that because of liability. Number two, it has to be a clear access to the pool so you can get in, you know, make sure that you can get in without having to climb over a bunch of junk on the by the gate, which I have to do sometimes. Um, keep the vegetation away from the pool equipment, something that a lot of homeowners don't do, but I like to text them and remind them that, hey, can you have the gardener um, trim over by the equipment because I can't get to the filter. There's just too much, too many weeds or bushes. Uh, make sure that that's kept up. And then, of course, um, make sure some people don't like toys in the pool, so they make a note saying all the toys need to be out of the pool on the day of service. If the pool has like a solar cover, a solar blanket on there, some people note in their agreement that they want the cover off the pool that day or they can only take it off and not put it on. So whatever terms you want to clarify under the owner's responsibility, put that in the contract and definitely add those to it. And then, of course, you want to have when the payment is due, at when it's considered late, and all those things. And, of course, um, they should have your contact information in the service agreement. And just have them sign it so they've read it. So again, it's not a contract, it's just basically a service agreement, what you're going to do and what they're responsible for. And you can make it, again, as complex or as simple as you want. I prefer making it simple. And when I do the bid at the customer's property, I go over all the fine details with the owner about the vacation time, um, other things that aren't actually written down here but are important because, again, I don't want to overdo it with the service agreement where there's like, you know, 100 terms in there. So keep it simple. And, again, if you want a copy of my simple template that I'm reading here, reading off of, I'll definitely email that to you. Just send me an email, and I'll email it back over to you. But I think it's important to have a service agreement. That way people are aware of what they are responsible for with their pool and what you're going to do there every week and they won't be expecting you to do things that are not listed here outside of the agreement. And definitely it's a way to make sure that um, things are smooth between you and your client and there's no gray areas, nothing that's kind of like, oh, I thought you were going to do this and, that, and you're not doing it. If you have a service agreement, you can refer to that and let them know that 
Uh, yes, Mrs. Jones, after a windstorm, the pool's not going to be cleaned up after one week. If you look at the agreement, it says it could take up to three weeks, and this is a process that we follow. So this is one of the important aspects of having a service agreement. And if you're a homeowner looking for a pool service company, definitely go to my website, swimprolearning.com, and scroll over to where it says find a pool pool company, and then scroll down to your region. You can definitely find, um, in most cases, someone in your area that I recommend as a pool service provider. And if you're in the pool service industry and you want to enhance or fine-tune your business, definitely check out my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. I have a lot of discounts from various um, members of the group that offer services and products. And you can also text me or call me in real time with a problem. And you can learn more again at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash poolguy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash poolguy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.